0: Sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Nothing. I'm excited uh, about. Uh, well, a couple things. One, I'm excited about the this fall season and, and and Christmas. I always get like this is like the best time of year. We're actually recording this on Halloween, and like from now until the end of the year, although it's like hairdresser hell, it's also like I
1: just really look forward to to this time of year for me. It's like a yin yang, right? It's it's I, I I love it. I look forward to it, but the, when it gets darker, so. at 4 30 it's like kind of depressing right so i'm like i'm excited i'm uh, I'm depressed you know it's just it's for some reason the older that i the older i get the Uh more it bothers me the more sunlight you need is what you're saying i need hit hit this one billion dollar uh powerball so i can just follow the sun oh that's where i'm going right now (laughs) (laughs) i need to go buy a ticket um yeah i kind of get that you know
0: Right. But, but maybe that's why it is right. Like maybe that's why, like when you start to get into shorter days, that's why like, uh, you know, we get to have Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and, and all the awesome holidays. Cause you know, it's the, it's like the last quarter of every year is like at least, I mean, you too, but it's when the family like tightens up, right? It's when yeah. you when you're, when you're, I, I, I'm going to use the word forced to be with your family, but I mean that kind of in a positive, like, like, like the rest of the world kind of settles down a little bit and like, it's just about family time. And it's kind of like, it's such, it's so cool to kind of have
1: all that family time and then go into a new year and, and feel fresh and refreshed and all that kind of stuff. I
0: think it's purposeful almost.
1: Yeah. And, and, and you know, us, that's, we're all about family. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, anytime we get an opportunity or a chance to get together or just be together, I mean, we're there for sure. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: A um, couple of things coming up is a little bit later this month, we are going to texture versus race with the one and only miss Kia Neal. So, you know, just a big shout out and thank you to miss Kia Neal for, for, for having us Um, go. And then actually tomorrow night and no one cares, but you and I, but mm-hmm. tomorrow night, we're actually uh, we're delivering a keynote at the uh, at
1: the temple um at the temple graduation. Yeah. For the new grads. Yeah. And, you know, that's exciting. Uh, I can't wait to because like last time uh, when we were part, we weren't we didn't do the keynote, but mm-hmm. being part of that, that graduating class, some of those uh, young people are, became superstars. Oh, heck, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd be interested to see. Uh, I mean, they, they, they put out some talent. Dude, it's incredible, actually. I mean, a big shout out one to Charles and Sharon Riser, the owners of the Temple,
0: um, the the Temple uh, Paul Mitchell School. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's just like, as a matter of fact, tomorrow night when when I'm when I'm chatting with the crowd, I wanna I wanna mention that you know you've started in like the Harvard of hair schools.
1: You know, like like they are just so well respected that school. Yeah, it, because they and they get to bring in the Presley Post. They, they get to bring in the superstars. And they get to do hands-on or just classes with these guys. And most schools, you're just struggling just to learn uh, the foundations. Yeah, you know, what I mean? you know what? Do you think that they get it though? No. Like, like I, I think next year, I think next
0: year, one weekend, um, Samantha Harmon's doing a class there. Who's, uh, who's, who's, um, does all the social media. Um, she's like, she's a, what do they call it? Salon centric pro or, or be like me pro or something at salon centric, uh, Samantha. And she's like this, she's just an expert on, on social media. And then that's on Thursday. And then Monday and Tuesday, they have Rebecca Taylor and Presley Poe that are going to be doing classes there.
1: Yeah. I mean, pre, I mean pre 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 internet. No, they, they, you know, they, I think they would get it now that it's internet. It's just the norm for them. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think they get it. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. So um,
0: I'm excited about today's guest, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have some stories. We got a couple of stories. Um, uh, so we met last year at Hair Love Retreat in the amazing Zion National Park, which was, I mean, I, I, do you ever close your eyes and you see that, see the, like the mountain line there? Oh, you're... I got it on my phone. <laughs> right? was, we were just looking at it uh, the other day. It's so crazy to think that we were in a postcard, you know, it's so crazy to think about like, just what that looked like. And we got to spend a week in it. You know, it wasn't like we were visiting. But we actually only got to, we got to spend
1: a week. We got to spend it with a, a lot of beautiful people spiritually. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just an, an amazing, in and and again, this year it was just an amazing event. Yeah, this year was definitely
0: different. Like last year, it felt like this big adventure, and this year seemed like kind of like summer camp. Like it seemed a little bit, almost a little bit more intimate, and a little bit more like like uh, like
1: like summer camp. Yeah, I, I loved watching you get dunked in the dunk tank.
0: <laughs> I, I love watching you get dunked too, sir. Um, yeah, this year was cool, and and you know we met our guests last year at Zion, but then we met again at. Well, we kind of met as I am, but I think we kind of bonded this year. Like this year during uh during hair love in in, in the uh
1: in, in in summer camp, we'll call it in yeah, summer camp. Well, we got to we're... find out what she's up to. She's up to some really cool stuff. She's doing some cool stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, we gotta we gotta share this it's different yeah doing
0: cool stuff that's different too which which i'm really excited about but um so today our guest is ellie wong and um i highly recommend that you go uh follow her um uh she she's not much of a football fan because apparently she lives in detroit or something and they haven't won a game in a while i mean i don't know what that's all about but you know that's uh, the story although she can talk some barry sanders though she can yeah she, so her, her 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 uh her her, her lions um uh, fanhood goes back 20 years right <laughs> it probably stopped 20 years ago right with mr Barry sanders but uh shall we get in yeah let's get in. miss ellie long welcome to your day off
3: hi thank you so much happy halloween
0: happy halloween,
3: happy halloween. i should have dressed whole, up you done the whole carol brady thing okay yeah absolutely alice <laughs> is out there she's making my coffee <laughs> for me this morning hurry up lady
0: yeah yeah, have miss alice get us some coffee too
3: yeah yeah i hope to god my dad doesn't listen to this podcast because he'd be so pissed to hear that i don't know anything else about the lions except for barry sanders and the fact that they're honolulu blue so uh sorry dad
0: (laughs) well yeah you apologize to him so now we can uh, now he can he can listen
3: but Detroiters everywhere get it. Everyone in Michigan gets it. We all know. We all know what's up. It's sad. It's a sad. It's the spookiest thing about Halloween, quite honestly. <laughs> I'm close to Detroit. But... Every
0: year by Halloween, they're out of the playoffs.
3: <laughs> oh, God. It's so sad. Oh, but yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you guys dressed up as today?
0: I'm dressed up as Tony. Tony's dressed up as me. So I'm working Yeah.
3: You know, I was going to say, I don't even know who to look at. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's who. And, uh, you guys both are beautiful getting dunked. I'm gonna be honest. I loved watching both of it at that summer was camp. It was, it
0: was such a fun event. Like like Elizabeth Faye, like she just she has a way of uh creating cool events, you know.
3: But you we know, got to play. We got to play. Like yeah. it was so much fun. It, it yeah.
0: really
1: was. I, I you know because they were they were like yeah, make jokes, make fun of people and stuff like this. Uh. uh Alicia from uh Salon Scales, she was up and she was trying to throw a baseball and she looked kind of I was like, No wonder Canada don't have that many baseball teams. <laughs> oh my gosh. She
3: was in like the fierce class, that day too. To
1: yeah,
0: that, That's how it works, right? Right.
3: <laughs> I think I can lower that right in. <laughs> exactly. I go ahead.
0: No, no, you're up, man.
3: No, I was saying like, that's a perfect way to describe it though. It was summer camp. I think that Zion was like so spiritual. It was breathtaking, right? Like Mm -hmm. because of the environment that we were in. And this was cool because it was a cool place for sure. But the connections with humans were breathtaking. So Mm -hmm. like, that's what we like left with is that we like, we bunked together. We had breakfast, lunch, dinner together. We played cards at, at a neon party together. We had like so much fun. And that's, it was really, really cool to connect with people there. Absolutely. I mean,
0: without a doubt, my highlight was, uh, was, was the breath work, you know, like, the oh breath, it, was, it was just so magical, you know? They're so
3: talented at that too.
0: Amazing. Right. Like I've never, yeah. had, I've never, I've done a little bit of breath work by myself, but I can't, it's not even the same thing, you know? Um, Because when it was in community and when it was guided, it was just a completely different experience, so different. you know? Yeah. Um for, yeah and it was like so much and this doesn't even really make sense, but it makes sense is that there was so there was less ego involved when it was in community you know
3: well, it's because it's like everyone checks it at the door for these events, everyone checks ego at the door, we're all like minded, so we're all going literally for the purpose that all of us will become greater from it, right mm-hmm. like I actually talked about it after like the first session after the first breathwork session um and Derek and Elizabeth, they're such amazing facilitators. I love hearing like the yin and yang of their voices and like just the different vibrations. It's so, so cool. Um, But I really, I think that the difference was that we all, nobody was there like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person's freaking out. Oh, I can't believe this person's Mm -hmm. crying. There was no judgment because really we knew at the end of it, everyone would be like a little bit more healed, right? Right, right. Did cool stuff come up for you guys?
0: Oh yeah, it was. Go ahead, Tone. Oh yeah, I, mean, I have I, a long story. So you tell your little short story. Yeah, future. I just had kind of
1: like a a little out of out of body experience. Like you know what I mean? Where I, f- I felt like I was floating, and things were just I I was bright blue, and just like it. It was amazing. It, it was. But you connected like you, I
0: remember afterwards, I think we talked when we did a podcast later that day, we talked about a little bit was you felt like you connected with your with your childlike self and like you were able mm. to have, like, yeah. have a conversation
1: with that person. And, and and you felt real healing in that as well. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. When they when they because we were talking about it prior to the breath work about, you know what I mean? You'll, it was with Derek the day before and about, you know, he was able to kind of go back to his his. His younger self and uh, his inner child, or or whatever, and I, I I'm like, okay, yeah. And I, I didn't know if I necessarily believed it or how it worked, but that next morning when we did it, I literally saw my younger self, and I was able to literally kind of wrap him up and and like almost like my grandson, my two year old grandson, and mm. let him know that you know what, things are gonna be. It's it's it, it's all good. Life yeah. is good, and And it was an amazing. uh, It blew my mind because I didn't think that 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 was real, right? Yeah, that it could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That was kind of my experience too. Like I remember, like when we um, when we were when they were setting us up, right? And they were like, "Okay, here's how you breathe. You're gonna feel tingly. Well, I've experienced that before, right? So I was I was cool with that. And it's like it's gonna be cool, you know, just go with that, that 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 tingling. And then he and then I don't know if it was him or Elizabeth, but one of them said like some people cleaner ting- <laughs> tingling oh. and then um <laughs> it was stupid and um one of them <laughs> mentioned that uh one of them mentioned that some people will laugh out loud some people will cry and all that stuff and i was like and i wasn't being resistant at all but i was just like i can't imagine an experience where i would just start crying you know for whatever reason so at the very end of it and just like tony i, I spoke a lot you know, or or I felt a lot about my younger self and Mm -hmm. and my mom was involved a lot. And my mom died when I was 21. So I think that there was like, maybe there's some door there that I need to close or that I need to shut or that I need to hug, hold hold on to harder. I'm not sure what it is, but that's what came up. So I just, you just have to go with it. And then when I came, then when I came out of it, it was like my face is covered in tears. It wasn't like an emotional cry, but it was like, there was some kind of like release, and like all my face, my beard is soaking wet, like a sponge, and my face is soaking wet. But
3: oh, I got full body chills. That's right? so cool. And and, yeah. and,
0: and, and it, was just, it was just me too. You know, it was just such this amazing like experience for that. And, and like we did it twice, and that one definitely felt like healing, and the second one just felt good. But I also think I was trying to push it. Like the second one, I think I was trying to get to that spot, and I don't think yeah. you get there by pushing. I think you get there when it when, when it arises. How was your two?
3: Um, okay. So it was, it was awesome. I, well, so I did the love retreat with Rebecca and Derek back in January in Tulum. And it was so cool. They, we got an email that was so triggering. And it was like, bring photos of yourself as a child. I was like, all right, chill the fuck out for a second. (laughs) I have to bring photos of myself as a child. Like I know what's about to happen. I'm going to cancel my flight. I'm not going right. And so I, hold on. hold
0: on, hold on. That was what was triggering
3: like, well, you, thinking,
0: you were going to cancel your th- your your trip because of photographs when you were a kid?
3: Well, thinking about doing, like, inner child work, yeah. I think so oh. many of us, like, push it off, right? Like, we're not we're not doing it to do a craft. We're not bringing those photos for a craft. <laughs> we're doing it to like, to, like, crack shit open and be like, let's go talk to 10-year-old Ellie. Let's go hold her hand. And you're like, right. ah! Like, she's grown up to be, like, a bill-paying adult. Like, how about we let her chill where she is? Like, she's <laughs> fine. But she's not fine, right? So when I, like, I've been doing a lot of inner child work over the last year. And it's wild. Like, that's who we are still. We, like, I am her. She is me. We're all the same. And I had this moment of, like, and so this is after, like, a year of doing, like, this particular work during the first first breath work session I I was the really loud one I don't know if you heard her sobbing but she was really loud and she was like soaking wet and I sat up and I was just like I was in it but it came to this whole thing of like everyone's fear of like not belonging or like my fear of like not belonging not fitting in a box not fitting in, and being so afraid to not fit in and like afterwards like I came to this conclusion like That's actually what makes me stand out now. That's what makes me like a dope adult is that I don't fit in. It's like the coolest thing is not fitting in and like not fitting in a box, not fitting into one particular role, not fitting into like one thing in life and just being able to like free flow through it all. And so like, I feel like I've healed this like prepubescent, like hormonal child and was like, it's so great that you don't fit in. It's so cool. And just like be that. And that was like, that was a huge breakthrough for me. Huge breakthrough.
0: You know what I heard when you said that is not, it's not that it's not that 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 prepubescent didn't fit in, but it's that you allowed that, that, that prepubescent to be part of your flowing family, right? You made that a part of you and go, oh, she's okay. She's okay because of all that. And it's not like that you're healing her, but it's just you accepting that she was always all right.
3: Yeah, exactly. That she was always all right. And she, who wasn't all right or the people that it triggered that like, I didn't fit into a certain box, right? Like that, that's on them, that's not me. That wasn't mine to carry at 10. That's not mine to carry now that, that it triggered people or that teachers or adults or whatever, like didn't, couldn't accept this version of me, right? Like this like 80 year old man stuck inside like a 10 year old's body. <laughs> like it, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't my fault and fault, like, fault means it's negative. It was, it should have been celebrated and I'm here to celebrate it now.
0: It's so. not a burden, certainly, right?
3: No, it's no one's, it's not a burden. Right. It's so cool. So <laughs> like, it's, what would you want to tell your kids? What would you want to tell your grandkids? Right. Like when they say, say they don't fit into something, you're like, sweet. Yeah. That's so awesome. But I don't want the, you to fit in.
0: But what's that conversation though, Elle? Like it's, it's so easy to go, oh sweet. Yeah. You don't fit in, but, but you know, when you're feeling it, you're feeling it.
3: Yeah. I think. Your conversation with what? With yourself or with? You know, if you had,
0: if you were talking to, you know, one of your daughters, and and for the record, anyone listening in, Ellie has four daughters and a salon mm-hmm. and a bunch of salon daughters. She's got her, she, she's got it all, and we're going to get into that, I promise, because I'm intrigued by that. But
3: you know, what- and sons, and salon sons, and salon, <laughs> sons. I have those too.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. has a couple of. Those.
3: Um, you know, I do have those conversations a lot, and I think that's what's really triggering too. And you can talk to any mom out there, any mom especially, or parent. Never, I'm sorry, sorry to put that in a box. Any parent that's doing the work, it's triggering because you have these conversations. I have two sixth graders. I have twins that are in sixth grade. So they're like the heat of it, right? Of like finding out who they are, embracing who they are in society, telling them they're not allowed to be that or other kids not being confident enough in that. And so I try and like talk them through things. I want them to feel seen. I want them to feel so heard. I want them to feel validated because those are real emotions, right? And they deserve space. And if they don't have a space, they're going to be stuffed down in you. And then you'll be 35 years old at a retreat somewhere during a breathwork session <laughs> and you'll be the loudest one sobbing what? on a rooftop. So, look like Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Journaling, tears dripping down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm fine.
3: I'm fine. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, it's wild you can only have those real true conversations if you're doing the work for yourself, right? Because otherwise like your ego or your own insecurities are going to come through. So I think my conversations now with my children are like so different than they were a year ago. So different. And if my one daughter comes out who like, she was put on this earth to test me in every limit. And I love it. Um, I love it. It's the reason why I go to bed early though. I will tell you that. And the reason why I practice yoga. But um she i have to tell her sometimes like you know i love what you're wearing i love what you're doing and it's like a crop top like not weather appropriate nothing right and it's like you look amazing society's not ready to accept you as this society not me i accept you i love you society's not are you ready for that are you are you ready for the conversations or you know other people's unhealed parts of themselves judging you. And we have these open conversations that they were not ready to have at breakfast, probably. Right. But but we do it anyway. Um, and I think that that's, I know, if you're like, oh, you know that noise that they make. That's just like it's supposed to be like, I don't know, but it's really just like, yeah. um so yeah, just just having the open conversations and letting them lead the way. And like you give yourself more grace, you give them grace, and then actually every other person, adult, everything. And then through conversations with adults, you can see those little like unhealed parts of them come out too. It's wild, wild.
0: How, um, how long have you been in like Elizabeth's programs? Or do you just go to um, the friends?
3: No, I'm, I'm in one of her programs right now. I'm in high power um, and I've been in it like honestly, just over a year, a year and a half. And it just felt so aligned. She had this post probably two years ago that was like hire the damn coach it was like, just hire the coach. And it was something that was so foreign to me. I was like, why would I hire a coach? I've got a really successful salon. I'm like, I'm doing healing work on my own. I like, I'm totally fine. And having like-minded people around you and encouraging you is like, it's hire the coach.
0: Well, yeah. okay, the coach. well I'm going to put it back on you then. Why'd you hire the coach?
3: I hired the coach because I wanted, I felt like, I knew I was capable of doing whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do it with intention though. I didn't want to do things anymore just to do them, just to say that I did them, just for society, just for, to feel, to feel worthy. I wanted to feel worthy just by showing up as I am. And then things happening organically after that. So Mm -hmm. like, the other way around. Does that make, does that make sense at all?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Elizabeth has such an amazing way of like, not only is she a business coach, but she's like a person coach, you know, like, like, like you said, they're like, the
3: same, they're the same, right. They're the same. Like you, you think, can't have one without the other period.
0: What you think you're hiring her for, you're going to be on a totally different journey. And I think that that's, that's the, that's the magic sauce, you know,
3: totally, totally. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to get things cleaned up with payroll, with this, with that, like, it's going to be great. And it's like, no, we're actually mm-hmm. going to talk to that seven-year-old Hugh now. And we're <laughs> going to talk about like <laughs> why you're doing these things. And when's the last time you sat still, why are you uncomfortable sitting still? And you're just like, what in the actual hell? Like right. I didn't sign up for this. And I'm so thankful I got it anyway. It's, it's... my business. Everything has been so clear.
0: Were since. you resistant?
3: yes because i think that i was i think that we live in a hustle culture right and where if you're not doing if you're not posting every day if you are not super active in everything to the outside world like it doesn't matter and this is more like pausing all of that and dealing with what's going on, on the inside so that was my worth right? Like doing hair, working 60 hours, 70 hours a week behind the chair. That was instant gratification. That was instant show of worth. right? Like that's that instant exchange of like your book's solid for six months. Here's money. Like here's money. You did great. We love you. Like good job, right? That's, that's instant show that I'm worthy. They like me. They really like me. And you hit burnout from that so fast. And I think that with hairstylists, especially because we get that instant gratification of like round of applause, essentially someone paying their bill at the end of their appointment and rebooking, um, finding it from the inside and finding it from other things helps you set boundaries better. It helps you find worth in other ways that aren't necessarily dollars. It helps you not have crazy attachment and value associated with your clients so that when you do lose a client, or you're not fully booked, it doesn't affect your mental state or your well-being.
1: Are you able, as you're learning and growing yourself, are you able to uh, communicate that to your staff and help them go through what some of the things and processes that you've learned to overcome or to help yourself with?
3: I try to, you know, you can only do so much. You can't help people heal, but you can absolutely like, like lead by example. If I see that like COVID hit us again or something like that and everyone's books are kind of like empty or spotty, I'll send a really encouraging text and be like, take this time, you know, take this time and really like focus on you. Like, I know it's, I know it's frustrating, seen, heard, you know, validated all of these things. I know it's frustrating. Um, take this time to like learn a new skill, take this time to, you know, to rest, to organize some things, to whatever, like, you are so amazing. You're so talented. You should be so proud of yourself. This two and a half hour cancellation shouldn't make you feel one way or the other.
0: How have you changed as a, as a salon owner in the last two years, meaning like, like two years, oh, ago, Holy shit. Like two years ago, you were like, you were working 60, self admittedly, you were working 60 to 70 hours a week. And now, mm-hmm. now you're going through this journey. And it, like, if I'm working for you, and I go, OK, well, if I'm going to work for Ellie, I've got to put the hustle on because she's putting on the hustle. So, I mean, to lead by example, well, the example that you were setting was this this hustle kind of thing. Yeah, I like you're reevaluating this. So in in how, how do you think your 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 staff I was trying to think of a different word than staff because I hate that word, <laughs> but, but yeah my
3: you, coworkers, my coworkers, your, coworkers, yeah. your, your, your salon,
0: sons and daughters yeah yeah exactly my, your team how does your team see you differently, and how has your business changed?
3: Oh, it's so different. it's like i wait, how much time do we have like let's go um, the I think okay, COVID's the best thing that's ever happened to me personally, so ripple effect is the best thing that's ever happened to my business because. I was doing things. I was almost manic. I was working out so hard. I was people-pleasing. And which means if you're people-pleasing like crazy, you're not doing anything that's like authentic or genuine or aligned with yourself. So I was like working so hard. And then I had to sit still. Michigan got hit hard. I don't know what. Your rules were out there, or if I'm even allowed to say the C word on here, but um,
0: funny, it, you already brought up the word, and so we're gonna have like a we'll have a disclaimer on the po- podcast. <laughs> Spotify. No, no, true. <laughs> no, no, it's totally true. Like, Spotify will put up like a disclaimer. <laughs> oh,
3: god, okay, well, sorry about that. <laughs>
0: no, I well, don't
2: care.
3: Well, I mean, it's true though, like, all these things that made me feel so like that made me feel worthy, like, which was all like materialistic and like really surface they, um, they were ripped from me for three months and I had to sit still for three months and sit in it and be like, why am I, why am I even a hairstylist? Do I even like doing hair? Do I like owning a salon? Did I feel like I had to, to like prove something Did I do it for me? Or did I do it for like someone else that need, you know, why am I doing any of this? And having to sit in that, sit in my own shit was like, it was wild. And so then I went to like, I don't double book anymore. I like take care of my body. I find things that are valuable in my life that aren't revolved around like what I do. I, being a salon owner and a hairstylist tend to be like at the bottom of the list of when I, like, what I say when I like introduce myself to somebody. And because it's what I do, it's not who I am. And I think that I'm finding out who I am rather than what I am. So, and I, and I honor that in every stylist that works with me as well. I care about people first and then profession. And I think that they see it, they feel it 100%. I want them to honor themselves, honor their bodies in whatever way that is. Because ultimately that's going to positively impact their business, my business, if they're honoring themselves.
0: How, um, uh, give me an introduction. Like you said, hair and all uh, is last. Like, how would you introduce yourself?
3: Okay, I'm a really fun human being Um, that's always down to laugh. I'm a woman that's on a healing journey, like, and always looking for deeper in any way possible, whether it's connection with myself or connection with others. I'm a mother of four amazing girls. I'm a fire starter. I am a Sagittarius. I am a salon owner, and I'm a hairstylist. But most of all, I'm a human being that loves connection.
1: Mm. That's beautiful. That's cool. Thank you. We're gonna, yeah. We have we have we haven't recorded. We're gonna. <laughs> I, you know what though? I'm gonna go check her Instagram uh, profile and see if it's if it's there.
3: In a in a way, in a way, it is. But like it's, but not not verbatim. I'm gonna make a song. Probably is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a rap song. <laughs> get, get ready for the album to drop.
0: You know that you know they have those things now, like those song finch. Have you seen these? Like you can send them like ideas and stuff, and they'll write a song for you.
3: Oh, are they? I get I get targeted for that on Instagram all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. And there's also a couple other companies that do it too. It's about two hundred <laughs> bucks, by the way. I looked. Oh. It <laughs>
3: Aren't Happy you
0: curious? Yeah, exactly. Happy anniversary, Ellie.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, I gotta oh
0: tell God, you, dude. So and like, it sounds like I'm. It sounds like I'm. I'm dialing down, but I'm not at all. I, what a great pleasure it was to meet you and to bond with you. Like I said, I'm a little, I'm a little mad at myself that when we were having the adventure in Zion, that, that, that we didn't connect the same way that we did um, at, at, at summer camp. You know, we just, weren't
3: ready for it. We weren't ready for it yet. Do you well, think we like, I think that yeah. we weren't ready for it and that's okay. Right? I had
0: so much fun with you at, 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 um, at, at, uh, at summer oh camp. Oh my
3: God. So. I, so did I. I'm so excited to do more and more of it too. I'm going to come visit you guys in March. That's going to yeah. be rad. Yeah, we'll play as many cards as possible. Right. Oh, it's going
1: to be great. Oh, my gosh. That's Maybe a, I'll make
3: you guys journal.
1: It's funny. Y'all played the night before. So I I I came to play the, the night after with you guys. Yeah. Where I, were you? I feel like the new kid, new kids. Yeah, I'm like, you know, everybody's like, I didn't know what to expect. That was the first time I've ever played that game.
3: Raunchy as shit. And some it's, of them are really dark. Some of them are, I'm like. I know who that was because (laughs) nightmares about that. Like that was so dark.
1: If I was surprised about some of the people that some of their answers, I'm like, that's out of you. I know know. it was crazy.
0: Yeah, like Lindsay, man, Lindsay was I kept calling her a sniper, you know, she's like this quiet girl that sits in the corner, but man, she was just sniping out the answers,
3: collecting all the cards, collecting like, all yeah. the
0: cards. Yeah, if you're listening in, we were playing cards against humanity, if it wasn't a big guess, but it was like, it was such a cool, it was a cool, cool night. It was uh, Rebecca Taylor brought, brought, brought her box to the table. And we, uh, we were able to uh, to play cards against humanity. And like, where at first I was like, eh, I don't know. And then like, once you guys got into it, I was like, oh, I'm playing this game. <laughs>
3: oh dude, we got so we like fought for it too like after the like, why did you choose my card like, be like that was funny you didn't find that funny and bro like, like,
0: what about lisa lisa was
2: hilarious
3: oh my god I I lisa was it. gonna Laysa beat was like, you
1: up bro uh i had to give it to her she was right. so funny
3: oh, my god. Right, you
1: talked me into it
0: dude lisa <laughs> was like she was serious
3: I think that you get to know someone so well through like games, through like card games, through yeah. all of that. You get to know people so well. You get to like or like fuck Mary Kill. You <laughs> learn a lot about a person based on how they feel about serials, about fictional characters, states. Oh man. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's and I think like, I'll bring it up to clients sometimes too. I'll be like, okay. FMK. Because I'm gonna try and say the F word as little as possible these days. Um, I'll be like FMK, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, and they're like, "What?" I'm
0: like, "I know, I know." All right, so that's the so so. If you're listening in, uh, that's that, that's uh, that's the FMK for. Uh, you know, hit, hit us up, just just answer like in our in our post on Instagram, like your FMK, Taco
3: Bell. Okay, what would it be for you? Taco the- Bell, McDonald's, Burger King.
0: Uh, I'm killing Taco Bell.
3: Okay, what?
0: Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Okay. Other than fast food, I don't even know what it is. To be honest, I'm pretty sure their meat isn't even like
1: registered. It's so bad. Well, for uh, all three of them there, there's got to have a Popeyes right next to them or Chick fil A. So,
0: oh, that's a good call. <laughs>
1: I'll drive by all three. And go my Mary, my
0: Mary is definitely uh Popeyes though.
3: That wasn't an option. I was oh, like, oh, That's oh, the whole
0: thing. You okay. can't. <laughs> Burger King, McDonald's. Okay, they'll drive okay.
3: by. I'm so, <laughs> gra- I'm so um, glad it. that you would marry Popeye's Chicken, but that was not it. Hold buddy. on, hold
0: on. All right, hold on. Uh, Popeye. So I killed Taco Bell. I got Burger King, and I got McDonald's. Yeah. I'd have to marry McDonald's. I think just because you know what's better than a than a than a than a meatless egg McMuffin. Um, and then Burger King, Burger King has almost zero going for it, you know? Like hold on. So you're gonna
3: so you're gonna fuck it.
0: <sighs> yeah, because then you know says it more about you,
3: sir, than it does about Burger King.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> because Burger King gives me diarrhea, so I don't really want, want that once in my life. I don't want that. Okay. Egg.
3: I think they all give diarrhea. They all have a, give a healthy dose of diarrhea.
0: Yeah, the egg McMuffin is just egg and a muffin. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, Corey. That 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 was Corey. Tony. Oh no, no,
3: I no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carol can't keep her kids straight.
2: <laughs>
0: Alice.
3: That Alice.
1: <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>
3: All right,
1: Tony. Oh man, I think I'm gonna. Out of the three, I probably. Du-dum-dum. I'll probably kill Burger King. Ooh.
3: Yeah, yeah, totally aligned with that. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I'll probably marry uh, McDonald's and just bang uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, one night
3: stand, one night stand with TV.
1: Does it have to be a one night stand? Just <laughs> <laughs> be friends with benefits, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh. I think that's great. Come back for the Chalupa again. Yeah, okay, yeah, I right
1: chalupa. <laughs> chalupa
0: every time.
3: Yeah, I'm going to marry Taco Bell. I'm going oh, to...
0: Why, why marry Taco sweet- Bell?
3: Because there's so many options. Lots- have you had the potato taco, the spicy potato taco? I have, not, no. I have not
0: eaten at a Taco Bell since probably 2000.
3: Okay, well, they've changed their game and they have probably the most vegetarian options of any other fast food. Um, so I enjoy the variety and sometimes they'll like throw french fries in there and you're like, what's going on, Taco Bell? Uh, I like it, it spices it up. So I would marry Taco Bell. I would make sweet love to McDonald's and their French fries, and then I'm killing Burger King because it's not really flame, flame broiled. Everybody knows that. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, pretty it's, not, it's pretty gross. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you don't know, underrated McDonald's French fries dipped in a strawberry shake.
3: It's not underrated. It's delicious, and I think everybody knows about it.
0: <laughs> no one talks about it though. Although, you, know, hey, hey, you
3: know what though? you know what? the wendy's fries with like a, in chop- a frosty
0: and a frosty that's magic there
3: yeah it really is greasy um, and sweet and the next fmk
0: <laughs> i we can do this whole thing for an hour
3: uh yeah i mean probably but yeah, yeah. but that's the whole point right it's like i want to know more about people i want to know more about i want to know more about both of you i want to know more about like everybody rather than gossip drama shit that doesn't matter right Mm -hmm. like all of these things they don't matter so same like especially in such a superficial industry how do we get deeper how do we get deeper with people how do we get deeper with ourselves how do we get how do we get more fulfillment out of all of it rather than just like you look cute congratulations bye well you do
0: you do something like i find super interesting and but i'm like I can't quite figure out like how to do it myself, you know, but, but we, we were chatting and you said that, um, that you journal either with your clients or you encourage them to journal and like, how in the world are you pulling this off? And how is it like
1: seen as weird? What is it? First of all? Oh, no,
3: no, no. First of all, definitely comes across as weird. Okay. Don't get that twisted. One (laughs) hundred percent. It comes across as weird. Everything about me probably behind the chair comes across as bizarre, but I think that's why people come to me, right? Like I do a great job doing hair, but that's not why people come and sit in my chair, I would say. Um, it was Samvia that gave me this idea. Have I talked to you guys about this?
2: Let's but it. it was all
3: it was all Samvia. So when we were at Hair Love last year, do you guys remember he brought up the fact that when his clients are, he's like, clients need more love than ever right now. They need more love than ever. They need attention. They need doting. And I was listening to all of it and I totally agree with it. But at the same time, we're trying to set boundaries. We're trying to like, to set boundaries for ourselves so that it is just professional, so that we can do things for ourselves as well. We're trying to take care of our bodies, sit down while they're processing, do all these things. And he's telling us to set up a tripod, record us styling a mannequin's hair and teaching them how to style their child's hair, their own hair, which is beautiful because it is giving them love. It is giving them attention. It is giving them these amazing things and really elevating the client experience. But what if instead I have them fulfill the, like that part of them during that 30 minutes. So I was thinking about it and thinking about things that were easy, like that changed my life in journaling is like the quickest thing. Journaling is, you know, if you do it for 10 minutes if you do it for 15, if you just jot a couple notes down, it, it's so therapeutic. So, get on Amazon and I find like you can buy like a 50 pack of like these tiny little journals for like 20 bucks so I got them in all different colors got them in pens in all different colors and typically when you're applying hair color people open up to you about whatever like woes or um or, You know, after you get through the whole like, what do what are you watching on Netflix? What's going on? How are the lions doing? Whatever. <laughs> how's Barry? You, uh, yeah, how's Barry Sanders doing? Uh, he's alive, I'm pretty sure, but that's it. That's all we know. Um, but then they start getting deeper and talking to you. Do you know that clients are more like people are more likely to cancel appointments with therapists than they are with their hairstylists? They're more likely to cancel therapy appointments than they are hair appointments which is which is wild um
1: therapy yeah, therapy <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah right but we're under trained we don't know what the hell we're doing we like we're trying to survive and do it on our own too not to say like people should cancel therapy appointments therapy's dope it's amazing it's great unless you um,
0: have a retouch appointment at the same time thank you yeah
3: yeah yeah then i think we all know okay then I think we all know. <laughs> okay thank you don't cancel on me barbara um but So people, they want to feel something when they come to you. They want to feel good on the outside, but they want to feel good on the inside too. I want my clients to leave my chair feeling amazing from the inside out, like amazing. And the only way to really do that and to get deeper than surface is for them to heal some stuff within themselves. So when they start complaining about their kids or the issues at work or that they feel so overwhelmed or burnt out, I'll say, okay, I'm going to go to the back now, I'm going to clean some dishes, I'm going to, you know, do whatever, do my thing, Um, rather than scrolling, would you be interested in journaling, and most, I would say 99% of them say, what, what's that, what's going on, or they'll see it on my Instagram, so they've already heard of it, and they're like, well, yeah, I would, and then, so I, okay, and I go, I'm like, is there a color that, like, that speaks to you, and I'll go grab them the colorful journal, and fulfilling, like, all of my, like, you know, mama kindergarten teacher, like real man. So feel, I'm like, yeah, get some school supplies. Um, and I go and I grab them and I bring it back. And I say, do you want a prompt or do you, would you like to just jot about something that's been on your mind and I'll say half and half, say prompt or not. And I'll be like, what's something that brings you joy? What's like one thing that you do that brings you joy or what's one thing that you can do to serve yourself or who's a person in your life that you know, loves you unconditionally. And after the 30 minutes, most of the time they haven't checked their phone, they have journaled, they feel better. They leave feeling so good because they've got something, not only are their roots done, but they've also like got something worked out within themselves, which is so dope. And it's something that like, I didn't do for them. They did it for themselves. And so I didn't have to set a tripod up. I didn't have to, I could also have that 30 minutes to journal or eat or text someone back or, you know, I could have that time to myself, but really they got to feel so much more value out of the appointment and feel so good about themselves. And that connection is what builds loyalty. It's what builds true. Um, I don't know, value and elevation of the appointment. Honestly.
1: They, how long have you owned this salon?
3: Three years. We opened six months before. Oh. The, the C word,
1: but how long had, I mean, had so, <laughs> but the, the client, your clientele, obviously you've had them longer than three years. Yeah. Do they see the difference between you before COVID and oh, after yeah. and what you're doing and, and, and encouraging and being a take being a part of what you're doing?
3: Yeah. Because I, 100%. Yeah. They're like, dude, you can see it. You're glowing. You're this, you're that. Like they, say it and they say I want I want that what are you doing and so then conversations are different we're not like we're not gossiping we're not talking about the real housewives or anything like that like we are talking about stuff that matters to us that's deeper the conversations are different and it feels so good it attracts positivity in your life like through and through and it's everyone's not for me and I'm not for everyone and I have complete confidence in that and I feel feel great about it, quite honestly. But the people that are aligned with me and that, that wanna get deeper with themselves, they'll sit in my chair. I want people to leave my chair, not feeling like, oh wow, Ellie's really, really cool. Cause I've told stories about like everything that I do. I want them leaving my chair thinking that they're really cool, that they're amazing, that they're incredible. And that, not just that they look it, I want them to feel better about themselves.
1: Wow. Yeah. And, and, and when they feel that way, they can't wait to get back into your chair
3: and the text messages that I get and the messages that I get now, you can't share them on Instagram. Right. So like my Instagram's pretty, I mean, sometimes I feel like I have to post, right. But I can't share the stories that are beautiful that are like, Ellie, you, you encourage me to journal about a relationship or about, going on a trip with my husband because we haven't been on a trip together in four years and here's a selfie of us we're on a plane together we got a babysitter for our kids we're on a plane together it's that journal prompt that made us do this it's things like that that are like so flipping cool that are so much deeper than instagram that are so much deeper than a balayage and like we have that opportunity as hairstylists. We have that opportunity to dissect our clients' emotions, to have real, vulnerable, honest conversations back and forth, all while making them look like a bad bitch, like just flipping that hair around and that energy around. And it's so cool.
1: How, what kind of advice would you get someone like, you know, pre-COVID, uh, you, you were working 60, 70 hours a week. You know what I mean? The chaos, you didn't feel like you had time. COVID gave you the time to to... Kind of reflect and, and change some stuff but the person that's in in the 60 70 hour week hustle right now they're not going to have that time to uh kind of reflect and, and and chill and 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 change things what kind of advice do you give them now like how how do they kind of process through the chaos to to find that peace uh that?
3: i would say start taking baby steps right like whether that's start waking up at 5 a.m to like i don't have any time i don't have any time to do anything please start waking up at 5 a.m i'm not telling you to go run five miles at 5 a.m just start wait drink your coffee a little bit earlier right and then like add journaling into that and then add meditating into that then add like if you're driving listen to books that are like positive that are self-help books like who the podcast
0: or podcast
3: oh my gosh or podcast exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah dude i'm starting to look more and more like carol brady like every minute i'm just wait i'm gonna own it uh, um like from the future because she's got airpods in um but i just i'm the kind of person that needs to be fully immersed in it right i need to like listen to it i need to read it i need to see it i need to feel it i need to surround myself with those people i need to and that's what i mean like i don't think we would have connected this way in zion because i wasn't ready. I was still, there was still ego in me. There was still like insecurity and hustle culture. And like, what if people don't like me? And I'm like, I don't really care. (laughs) Like, because this is, this is it. So I would say, start reading books or listening to books. Like just make little, little changes. And you'll start to recognize and wake up, wake up to what doesn't feel good and really start leaning into what does feel good.
1: Yeah, I've noticed a difference too in, in you, like the, like in Zion, you, even though you might've been, you didn't seem that approachable. You know what I mean? I don't know if you had a guard up still or you weren't, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like you said, you might've had still had a little ego in you or whatever. You, you just didn't feel But this year. You totally felt approachable. I mean, you, it was easy to walk up to you and have conversation. It was easy just to hang out and chill. Uh, it, it, I, I definitely see the difference uh, in just the one year yeah. yeah. or in two different days. Really. She, you know, <laughs> she, 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 she was kidding that when we were
0: doing breath work, she was the loud one crying, but she was also like, Her laughter was so, it it overtook (laughs) the the campground, but it was infectious though. It was like, you wanted more of that. Like you were saying with your clients, like your clients want that. And like, I was in to hear that, to feel that, and it wasn't about hearing it. It wasn't that it it was, it was this warm laughter. And you're like, Mm. I need that in my life. You know, like, like, like I need more of her in my life. So I journaled about it and then came over and said, hello.
3: (laughs) uh, that's creepy as shit. Uh, <laughs> <and> really sweet. <laughs> yes. Been for uh, no, but I think it's because I felt more uh, unapologetic in my own skin. Right? Like, I knew, I know who I am. And if you like it, that's great. And if you don't, that's great. I'm not here to, like, force anything on anybody. And so I think that's what you felt. Like, it's like, yeah, come sit on this lap. Like, let's <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> that let's did not like, happen.
0: That did not happen. No, it, didn't,
3: it didn't happen <laughs> no. at all. No. Not, no did it with anybody i don't know actually it wasn't but, with us. Um, as long as, it, it wasn't was, with you guys it was i was like actually i think i was in jay's fishnets with him at one point but whatever that's fine yeah <laughs> but i think yeah i think when you when you start doing the work it it is a magnet and it attracts so it, it attracts the people that are meant for you i think that right. like as much as I seem like more open and welcoming to you guys, I'm sure that some people like literally are repelled by me and that's, and that's okay. Like it really is, but it's because it's not, it doesn't serve them. It doesn't serve me. And that's okay. And I think like being so comfortable in your own skin and knowing that what's meant for you is meant for you and that you will, you are always on time for your own life.
2: Oh,
1: I love, come on, come on.
3: You were
1: so always like, on time. I, I, I love that perspective because if you're, if you're constantly looking at, at the things that are the people that don't like you or don't want to, you know what I mean? Be with you, or whatever you're looking at the wrong thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's kind of like, you know, you make a mistake in the past and you're moving forward and you keep looking back, you're not going to see where you're going, you know, where, where you're headed. So I, I love that. The perspective of you know if you like me great if you don't i'm okay with that you know yeah. not everybody has to like me right. and i'm not going to be upset and i'm not, not i'm not going to dwell on that i'm going to continue to be me and, and move forward and mm-hmm. I, yeah that's awesome. You, you just create a little light bulb going off i like it thank you Ella, you are you- lit
3: oh. up you are lit up tell <laughs> me i love it Ellie. are you married i am married yes
1: and um
0: how has uh your husband responded to to the new ellie
3: You know, it, um, it's been a wake up call in, in our marriage big time. Absolutely. I think that it does it like it, it, um, it makes people around you want to step up totally. And, but you can't, you can't force people to go on that journey with you. So it makes the things that aren't aligned really stick out. And so my husband is doing the work, and it's super dope. He's reading the books and he's doing the work, and it was really hard and really sticky for a while because he wasn't. So, they, at, quite honestly, and he would say the same thing. So, like the gap got bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's wild, honestly, that the divorce rate isn't higher because of because of people's growth patterns are different, and everyone can't grow at the same. I'm mean, thinking about how many friends we outgrow. Or like clients we outgrow, jobs, grocery stores we outgrow. I mean, like even like the smallest things, we can outgrow them. How in the hell are we supposed to be aligned with our spouse, with our partner at all times? So it's really cool that he is super receptive and he's doing the work. So Trav Nasty, if you're listening to this at all, (laughs) super proud of you. Super proud of you because he's becoming a better parent. He's becoming more whole for himself, truly. And so everything else will kind of fall in line as it's supposed to. Oh, that's
1: beautiful.
0: Hey, like like uh, like Chris and um and Britt, do you think that uh, that Trav Nasty
3: will uh, will join you on a love retreat? <laughs> no, uh, yeah. that's really cute. Um, <laughs> he's like more like, is there an S and M retreat we could go to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know that he. He's not ready for like healing and breath work and stuff like that. He's like, i breath work. I got asthma. No, thanks. We're, we're not doing this. Um, but it's, but he's supportive and he understands and sometimes he'll meditate with me and sometimes he'll do yoga with me and it's, uh, and sometimes he just listens to me rant and bitch and talk and like I'm like, and then my inner child did this. Matt, and and he's like, you just went to Whole Foods. Like, what the? Fuck? Is <laughs> <no> <laughs> I <not." laughs> and I. There's like, an inner child. You know, a- I know. And I'm like, and she could never afford the cereal, and that's why I spent four hundred dollars at the grocery store. Like, what? <laughs> so it's uh, you know, I think just him being open to it and knowing that there's an ebb and a flow, and that we're all going to grow at different levels, and recognizing too, like he recognizes that I have really deep connections with other people like super deep right and they are I think sometimes ego gets in the way because it is like an insecurity of like like why you know why do you have to get so deep with them like you have a partner and it's like like Rebecca Taylor is like one of my best friends and I would totally say like I could talk to her about anything unapologetically both ways I don't expect anything of her like we could just to show up as we are and I think that 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 Relationships like that in particular are it was triggering for him and it made him like have to kind of recognize, like, oh, I haven't been able to be that to that deep level with you. And I recognize that, and that you had to go look other places for that for that friendship, for that connection, for those conversations. So, um, it's a wild ride, it's a wild journey, and whatever is aligned for us is a lot, you know, is aligned for us, and it's pretty great.
0: That's amazing. Hey, can I go back to the journaling real quick? When, yeah. you said that you were, that when you said that you have, um, you asked if they want prompts, do you have prompts that are canned or do you have, or no. is it just, it just, it, you feel it in the moment?
3: Yeah. I feel it in the moment based on a conversation that we had, you know, like, did you guys ever have clients that were like, how do you remember that? Like we talked about that like 10 weeks ago. How do you remember that? And, or like, I'm like, you have a really good memory. And it's like, no, we had a real conversation and I retained that because I care and ask you how your kids right. are doing just to ask about your kids are doing i ask cuz i care right. so through those conversations through those like 30 minutes whatever like people talking about burnout or they're not getting paid enough at work or they feel like they have no time for themselves or whatever mm-hmm. i try and take that and be like how can we make this how can we make it different how can we make it better and have it so that it's really custom to them especially if they're new to journaling
0: can i can can i can i, can I let you can i let you in on a little secret that i do Yeah, it sounds I mean, after you just said all that, it sounds kind of like contrived, but I promise you it's not. If like if like if I have a client that's like it doesn't matter what it is, but let's say they're planning their kid's birthday or something like that. And if their birthday is three weeks away, I'll set a reminder on my phone to reach out to them on that day.
3: That's really sweet. Again, a little creepy, but really. Uh, No, it's good. I mean,
0: you know, or or like I had a client like they they were (laughs) having a taxi.
1: Uh, tell so, so happy birthday. I love her outfit. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like I had a client, had a client like a blue hat. <laughs> I, I had a client. Wait,
3: who, are you watching me?
0: <laughs> guilty.
2: <laughs>
3: how does he know? Right. That's so funny.
0: So like I had a client who was like really stressed out about uh, her son's interview at the private school. So I would, you know, I just reached out that afternoon. And go, hey, how did yeah. it go? Like that. But I would have never remembered in life. But if I set myself up the reminder, like. The intent's there, like I want to remember to to reach out to
1: them, you yeah, know.
3: And I, but I think that's so important, right? Like, and within boundaries, I think it's really important too for like you know this conversation of like hairstylist setting boundaries more. I think that's so important. Yes, we need to set we need to set professional boundaries. I was at a summit at like Lindsay's summit, her solopreneur summit that she had for IVP Lindsay Smith. Yeah. Yeah, my girl. Um, she's also a Michigan girl. She lives an hour away from me. Love her. Um, but she had a summit, and then Jody was there. Um, uh, social media, Jody Brown. She Jody and Brown. she said something that was so dope and resonated so hard with me. She said, "If you have a pitcher of water, and you spill, you pour out the water. It's a mess, right? It's a total mess on the table. If you just put a glass there, so like a little structure, a little bit of structure." you pour the water into the glass, it's beautiful. It's perfect. It can free flow within that structure. So within intense structures that I have placed within my business, like working 30 hours behind the chair with being home for dinner or for whatever it is with my kids, with cancellation policies, with the way that I charge with the, within these structured, within the structured glass, I can free flow and get as deep with clients as I possibly want. And I can send them text messages. I can show up at funerals. I can ask them about their kids at private school. I can play a raunchy-ass game of cards against humanity with them. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but at the same time, I won't emotionally discount. I won't do these things because I've set the boundaries that honor me. And by setting boundaries that honor me, I get to honor them authentically. Mm pretty
1: dope yeah that is pretty dope but there's a fine line though because once you start that communication outside of the the shot right you're like oh you know how did his interview go now all all of a sudden i feel that now you've kind of opened up a door now we can have communication outside of the salon which is fine but now it's personal right now it's like okay you know, they're going to say, Oh, he did great. Hey, Corey, can, uh, can I come in? You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. To me, I, I think it's great to send emails to send, but when, you know, these personal texts outside of the shop, for me, I feel that, you know what I mean? I, you, you're, you're stepping outside of the ba- for me, my boundary, you know what I mean? Cause I, mm-hmm. cause I, I, I think, uh, then the, the expectations is a little different. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me.
3: But I, so that's the difference between, there's a difference between personal and professional. There's a difference between the two. I can say that thing. And I know the clients that I can't text from my phone number. Okay. like yeah, Let's, yeah, let's, let's keep clear. it real. I know those people. <laughs> for these people that I have done, I'm like, oh shit, I probably should not have done that one. <laughs> but if they ask for an appointment, I say, oh my gosh, that sounds great. Will you call the salon, please? Like the salon manager will handle that for you. This is a personal thing. Professional, you contact, you contact the salon. Yeah, and I think that a, that's a part setting
1: part that boundary. I yeah. suck at creating boundaries, so uh, maybe that
3: sounds like you need a love retreat, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's but but yes,
0: yes and no. I mean, I don't, I don't think you suck. You just it's just the boundaries that you're comfortable. Like like I get I get I get like I get triggered a little bit with the word boundaries because I think that we use it as an excuse to be an asshole, you know. Mm. Now, not, 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 I'm throwing that out as a general kind of thing, but you see a lot of stuff around like, oh, I set this boundary because I'm only X, Y, you know, this, but I'm also like, bro, but you don't, you don't have enough, you, you don't, you, you're not making enough money to set a 20 hour work week boundary. You know oh my gosh.
3: Yes. Or I think that the word boundary seems cold almost sometimes. Don't you? Yeah.
0: Like, it seems it's cold. You, well, at least it's used that way. Like, I think, like, it's fair to say, hey, like you were saying, here's my boundary. Like, hey, yeah, hey, how, how, how's your daughter, A? And then B, like, oh, well, if you want to make an appointment, here's the procedure for that. Like, that's a boundary, but that's like, but the way that it's used or the way that it's talked about, like, these are my boundaries and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to bend from it. I, I, think, I think sometimes the boundary is more important than the result.
3: I think that I think it was a jerk reaction based on the lack of boundaries. I think social media and people, clients, what happened to our industry, people were able to contact us at all hours of days. Because we didn't set boundaries, we were going through burnout, right? And right. we were being a we were being a therapist, we were being a hairstylist, we didn't care about their finances, we were spending their money for them, we were doing all these things that were just so toxic. And I think that by setting some boundaries within that, or like so a really great example of that is like I have a very strict cancellation policy and very strict no call, no, call, no show policy. Barbara. But I think that, what's that? Is that Barbara? Barb? Barb? We know, ma'am. <laughs> but I also, again, I'm person first. So my clients are people first and then they are clients. So if someone's not showing up to my appointment or to an appointment, no call, no show, I've seen stylists that are like, you're not here for your appointment. Um, you owe me this amount of money. And they like text from the salon phone or they have, you know, the salon manager reach out or something like that. It's hi, Barb. I hope that you're okay. I had you done for 11 o'clock today. It's 1115 and I just want to make sure you're okay. And then, you know, then if it's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about the appointment. Okay. And then you set the boundary. Right. But there's a way to soften it. There's a way to like, be like, they're all people. Well, I've missed appointments. We're all people. But if you set boundaries in a really professional way, but also know that like, you can also be a person that leads with love, then I think people will respect them a little bit more because they respect you more as a human too.
0: Mm, I love the Ellie, believe it or not, we are over an hour. I don't know how it happened. I don't know why it happened. But you know, the hour flies by, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. Um, um, so with that, we're gonna have to do this again. But um, I love it. We just, I, I once again, I said earlier on. I just, I appreciate like getting to know you, getting to meet you, getting to hang out with you, and and learning about your awful, awful sense of humor um, <laughs> while we're at summer camp. But, uh, but, dude, I just, I appreciate you, and, and and thank you so much for hanging out with us. How, um, if people want to follow you, need to follow you. Well, you need to, if you're listening, you need to follow her. How can mm-hmm. they? You? Thank you. Uh, I mean, you're
3: just gonna get a bunch of really fun stories, probably. I'm at- <laughs> L.E.D.Wong on Instagram. And yeah, you'll find me there. Mainly stories of, of fun wildlife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you. Again, just tell the rest of the
1: Brady's I said hello. <laughs>
0: You're going to confuse everyone. Everyone's going to be looking for L.E.D.Brady now. <laughs>
3: oh my gosh. Yeah. Greg, I, everyone's at school right now. They're practicing for their, I can't even, like on, let's see if I can. Can I really get it? I probably not. We'll figure it out. I really I think I'm gonna be here all day long. Uh, you, you, yeah, you are. Yes. <laughs> Am I serving? I'm serving real Carol energy, huh? <laughs> 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 I love it. I really appreciate the both of you. Thanks for being so open with me. I love, love, love talking with both of you. You're amazing.
0: Thank you. Al. Much love. Miss Ellie D Wong. Thank you very, very much for joining us on you day off.